0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Let's talk to a a Panthers uh, player who wears the number 44, wears it very well and has for years bone man. He is the Iron Man of the Carolina Panthers. He is America's long snapper. He is J.J. Jansen, and you know he's got opinions about all the stuff we've been yapping about from the Super Bowl and the Steve Wilkes firing as well. J.J., what's going on? How you doing, man? Guys, thanks for having me.
2: I uh, miss not being in the studio with you, but uh, my, uh, my backyard is uh, a nice place to hang out and talk to you guys.
0: All right. Very good. Very good. We, JJ, we- do you, uh, your, your, your lawn care, is that, is that a you thing or you, 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 uh, you hire people for that at your level of celebrity?
2: No, I, I'm not handy at all. So there's definitely, uh, there's definitely some employment opportunities at the Jansen household. Uh, the, uh. The 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 man of the house is not necessarily the most handy person uh, that God has ever created. So uh I know where my strengths and weaknesses are.
1: Yes, I'm in the same boat, uh, I'm in the same boat, man. My wife's All got any of his weaknesses. My wife has to import a man that knows how to do <laughs> those things. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Uh let's talk about the uh let's get into the Super Bowl. That's been a hot topic and I know it probably kills sure. you to sit there for like three, four days and hear us yapping about it. And you can't come in with your advanced probability numbers that I need to know where you get them from. I need to know where you pull them up from. But um, let's talk about some of the decisions that Shanahan is being ripped for and whether or not you think we are overdoing it. The decision at to start overtime, to take the ball, yeah. we have no like – reference for this, right? Like we haven't seen how these situations play out. This is the first time for the new playoff rules. Do you think he deserved to be bashed for taking the ball? Or do you think that wasn't a mistake?
2: Absolutely. The correct decision to take the ball, but let me give you some, a little bit of Let me actually give you a little bit of information here. Uh, Coach Frank Reich was one of two guys that actually put together some of the models to figure out an overtime system in which the coin flip didn't, overwhelmingly determine the winner of the game. So this new model that's been created, again, we've never done it before. So you have to go to analytics and modeling, much like kids playing video games and you play thousands of reps and you kind of figure out what works. This model was determined to be about a 50, 50 decision. Actually, it's slightly take the ball in terms of what, what is the better decision? Um, and so it's a really Shanahan's getting all this, uh, vitriol for not taking the ball there there isn't a right or wrong decision it's you know kind of like he said like hey i wanted to take the ball and largely to give my defense a little bit of a rest but he actually was made the right decision if you look at all of the modeling now it's the first time we've ever done it so we have no data and patrick mahomes is one of one so we don't have any real data on that but in general this is a non-event like we're worrying about the wrong things if i can move you from that decision to about ten plays later, not going for it yes. on fourth and fourth, and nine. Yes. That's the decision that should be vilified. When he when he chose to kick it, he gave up about twelve percent win percentage by kicking versus going. See so that, the, that... Co- the, the coin flip is was literally a coin flip. It didn't matter what he chose, but once he chose that, the goal of that first drive is to go score a touchdown, especially once you get down near the goal line. Yeah. And, I'll, and, and let's talk about – can I talk about one more thing before I give yeah. it back to you? Yeah. Yes. You can talk about a so lot of things, just, JJ. He bone, drove, bone he, he
1: is so drove. much better at wrestling the airtime back for me than you are. You just give okay, up. Not, Max yeah. said, go go ahead, JJ,
0: take all the airtime. <laughs> Meanwhile, right. I'm in a Greco so Roman drove, <laughs> struggle.
1: Let me
2: – so so remember, Shanahan said, hey, I want to get the ball third. Right? And everyone goes, well, you never would have gotten the ball third because Mahomes would have – they would have just gone for two. And that's 100% true. But on fourth and fourth, the nine-yard line, when, if let's say they went for it, which they should have, and failed, Kansas City gets the ball at their own nine-yard line in a tie game. Remember, the first series coming out of what, being down three, Kansas City had a fourth and one. They would have punted the ball back to San Francisco. And Shanahan would have had the third drive. The problem was he didn't go for it. He didn't get a touchdown. And Mahomes had the four downs all the way down, at least until field goal range. And then obviously it started to fall apart at the end. Yeah. The The thinking from Shanahan was 100% correct. But the the situation he messed up, it was the worst decision of the entire game by both teams, was choosing to kick a field goal on the first possession of overtime on a fourth and fourth
1: and 9 yard line. See, I'm glad you're saying that part. The other part we disagree on because I think if you're giving Mahomes the ball second, you risk giving him four downs to operate, which, you know, you just mentioned that. But I'm glad you brought up the the not going for it. And I'll take it a step further. You had third and four, I would have ran the ball with CMC on third and four and tried to make it even a shorter fourth down. I would have thought of that as four down territory because if you give the ball back to Mahomes, Bone
0: even with a field goal, how do you feel like you're winning that game, honestly? J.J., you know, you, like you needed a touchdown. That was my, my thing, though, with the decision to kick the field goal. And you're right, though. Like, <laughs> the bottom line is it feels like Mahomes and Reed, and K- they're going to find a way, but it's all— You needed seven. You, you needed seven. But here's the thing, J.J., if you go for it there, tie game at 19, right, and you don't get it. Doesn't that put Mm -hmm. Butker in play to go win the game? Because not only do you have maybe the greatest quarterback talent-wise ever, you've also got Harrison Butker there, and the game is tied. You're giving Mahomes a shorter distance to go. You're giving the ball to Butker and saying go win the football game, which you probably would have. Right,
2: Right. but remember, if the game is tied when Mahomes gets the ball, they're not going four downs the entire length of the field. You don't think they would have gone
1: on fourth and one, though?
2: Not in a tie game, because Uh. if they failed on fourth and one, San Francisco's in field goal range already, and all they have to do is kick a field goal, and it's sudden death, and the game's over.
1: It's the same the coach. Who, was, it's the same coach, though, that Andy Reid that told them if we score a touchdown, if they because, score a touchdown, we score a touchdown, we're going for two.
2: Correct, because but, what they're so, saying is if it's touchdown, touchdown, they're going for two, because they're saying we're not giving the ball back to San Francisco, and with an opportunity to sudden death beat us, they're saying we trust Mahomes over. Giving it back So, to so that's why I'm back. saying
1: that exact reasoning is why I'm saying fourth and but, one, they would have gone for it. it. Not in a, but in a not tie game. In a, they would have gone for it because the they wouldn't have wanted to give it back to San Francisco in a sudden death game.
2: So let, let me Same ask thing. you this the, the, last question. And then and then we'll, we'll move on. Do you <laughs> think Andy, do you think Andy Reed in a tie game at his own 25 yard line is going for on fourth and one? or Do you think he's punting?
1: Yes. Cause if he misses, they're losing. I think he's going for it. But if he misses a two point conversion, he's losing same thing
2: correct correct but the diff- the difference is going for two is they'd have a chance to win it on that play versus going yeah I, you I, still I'm have a ways to I go I don't believe for yeah, I don't believe for a second okay yeah by kicking well, the field goal by kicking the field goal Mahomes knew he was four downs at least until they got into Butker's
1: yeah, territory definitely definitely
2: and they got and and remember Kansas City had a fourth and one they knew what they needed and so they went in the first possession, San Francisco had a fourth and four. They didn't know what they needed, and they ended up kicking the field goal, which was the wrong decision. Yeah, okay. That's, okay. The, that's the flaw of the thought process from Shanahan's perspective. Kansas City was given a golden opportunity. They got to go second, and they only gave up a field goal, so they had all the. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy, Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, they did. They could have played the, the situation better. But the coin flip had nothing to do with the outcome of the game.
1: Hey, JJ, don't worry. We will get to. We will hash this out a little more when our men at our respective houses are doing the manly stuff we can't do. We'll get together and talk
0: more about this. <laughs> there you go. JJ, the uh, the other this storyline that wasn't involving strategy. Travis Kelsey bumps Andy Reid. From your perspective on the sidelines, was that something you said? Whoa, that's uh, that's out there. Or was that just a thing that kind of happens and you move on? Or was that a big deal to you?
2: no, I thought, you know, in the moment, I thought it was a big deal. Like you just don't see players bumping into coach. Now, I think we see this occasionally with assistant coaches or position coach. You see this from time to time. But a star player bumping into the head coach on the sideline, that really kind of caught my attention. The only little caveat I will give this is we see all the time, players go after play callers or the quarterback kind of bumping into a quarterback coach. So I wonder if there's a little bit of a, a challenge in the relationship of, yes, he's the head coach and he's in charge, but he's also the play caller. And he's the guy uh, talking to the players often. And maybe that line every once in a while of head coach versus, Hey, I'm battling with this position coach and we're trying to figure out a solution. Um, Maybe that line gets blurred a little bit, but again, if not for their long relationship and the fact yeah. that they ended up winning, I think this would be a much, much bigger story. Again, you just, you don't see it very often where a players bumping into a coach, let alone a head coach and one that's as accomplished as Andy Reed. I think both players or both people involved in this are kind of thankful. Hey, we won. And we can kind of just say it's, it's in the background. I'm sure they hashed it out or will hash it out because again, it's, it's, it's awkward, but, I don't. I don't think there'll be any residual long-term issues. Well, Mostly Andy Reid told won. him,
0: "Don't don't bump me like that." There's a lot of cameras on me right now, so they, they have that. So he's. Pro- they probably had moments before, where behind the scenes, where he's probably, "Hey, man, we got cameras here." Don't Kelsey
1: said yesterday on their podcast that they've definitely hashed it yeah. out, and he said he's sorry. And I, I have to be honest with you, I think they're almost like family, where it's not even awkward anymore. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Kelsey messed they, up. They. have they, they've, they've, They've they've been
2: through a lot together. Yeah. They've had a lot of successes, a few heartbreaking failures. I'm sure, I'm sure you can move through that a little bit quicker than maybe people that don't know each other. Yeah, but yeah. but man, I mean, it it was funny. Like Kelsey said, like after like immediately after the game, like oh my gosh, you guys saw that. I'm thinking to myself, there's ten thousand cameras in a stadium. Yeah, how do you think he got away with that?
1: They, without- they catch everything. <laughs> uh, what do you think about before we let you go? Um, I know you got a lot of history and a lot of love for Coach Wilkes, what did you think about the Niners firing him?
2: Look, look, I've known Coach Wilkes for 20 years. I think he's an unbelievable instructor. I think he's an unbelievable leader. I mean, I'm devastated that he, that he got fired. I, I'll just say a couple of things. Like, we saw it in the playoffs, there was certainly an, a weakness in the run defense that was exposed in the, in the first two playoff games. But I thought San Francisco played fantastic on defense in the Super Bowl. A ton of tenacity. They held Mahomes to 19 points. Seven of those came off of a, a ball off the heel on a punt. Like, they outplayed. You know, this is the tough part about football. San Francisco, for four quarters on defense, outplayed Kansas City's defense. Second, you know, four, or Overtime goes, they kick a field goal, Mahomes scores a touchdown. And in the aftermath of the game, San Francisco's defense, who played better, they fire their D coordinator. And the Chiefs give... Their D coordinator, uh, Steve Spagnuolo, an extension. That's, yeah. That is the ruthlessness of this of this job. Yeah. Steve Wilkes is a fantastic coach. They played really well on defense. They did struggle a little bit in the second half of the season, but I would also argue that the second half of the season, they played much better offenses and much better quarterbacks, certainly through the playoffs. And so there is going to be a natural bit of regression. They still They still finished. Highly, highly ranked in every category. And the last thing people say, well, this isn't a scapegoat. I don't know if it is. I don't know what's going on inside that building. But I would just ask, if they win the Super Bowl, are they firing Steve Wilkes? I don't think there's a a chance at all that they're firing him after a Super Bowl win. And I I just can't look at that game and say Wilkes was the reason they lost. We pointed out a couple of the big plays, and obviously you've you've got a couple luck factors. Look, there were seven fumbles in that game. Seven fumbles and Kansas City recovered six of them. That's just bad luck for San Francisco. Like if Patrick so Mahomes seven- goes back
0: to pass, it's 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 uh end of the game and he just drops the football, like it falls out of his hands, and Niners recover, Wilkes has a job today. It's same That's same right. same defensive stuff. If Mahomes just drops the ball, oh, whoop, that snap, they get the ball, it's over. It, Wilkes has a job Game's Over.
1: By the way, a couple things from the texters, JJ. One texter says um uh that we uh we need to get together and uh, do a rent. Uh, rent. Uh, we need stunt husbands. We need to get together and each get a stunt husband that fills in for us when manly stuff is being done around the house. Uh, another texter says it's so funny Mac trying to grasp JJ's theory but not quite grasping it. And it's funny DJ Skinner when you say that because I feel like JJ, as smart as he is, is just not grasping the right theory too. You know what I mean? I just I'm kind of amused by that. <laughs> and last JJ, I just want to be upfront and honest with you what I'm doing. For your career behind the scenes, right as your unofficial agent, the other day on the air, I said, "Attention, Dan Morgan. I said anybody knows Dan Morgan, pass this message along, that my cl- unofficial client, J.J. Jansen, will not stand for anything but a multi-year deal this year. If not, oh. we're walking. All right. So I said, this is the this is the <laughs> well, dog that you need at long snapper. So well, I'm waiting for a response, look, J.J. All right. Hey, look, I. I-
2: I am glad. I am just – my biggest concern is what Flounder said last week, which was you got to be careful now because if, if uh, Max starts negotiating contracts, you might end up living at home with your parents. And look, I, 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 lo- I love my mom dearly. But she is. I am not moving back in with her. So you need to be very careful okay. on how uh, how you negotiate this thing. I this is
0: Mac uh, willing to walk is something new here as well. <laughs> My wife tries to get me to walk with her around the neighborhood every day, and
1: I don't. This, <laughs> this is new for me, Bone. You're right. You know, we are.
2: I'll I'll show you some excellent walking paths around Charlotte. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Show me all those greenways around Charlotte That's that I right. can hit up and walk That's on. Right. All right, JJ, I'll let you know if they get back to me. I know you're very excited right. to please hear that. Right, be good, brother. Great talking to you, man. Thanks, guys. Wake Week up weekday mornings with Mac and Bone only on Sports Radio ninety two point seven FM WFNZ, the official home of the Charlotte sports fan.